0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We're going to bring in Lucy Burge to talk about it and give us maybe some details that we haven't heard before. So let's bring her in now. BetQL's Lucy Burge.
0: Blue 20! Blue 20! Hot, hot! Griffin, let's go! Wait, 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 Mr. Brady, take your goddamn teddy bear with you! Perfect spiral! You like apples? Always Boston Strong, it's Lucy Burge. How do you like them apples?
1: She is the host, exactly. Each and every Sunday night right here on VQL. She is Lucy Burge. And Lucy, I'm going to start this morning with a very big challenge for you. Oh. Tell us, the people who are very <laughs> tired of hearing about Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift, why we should continue caring about this relationship. Is there anything new? Or the the flip side is, should we not care about this anymore? That is my challenge to you this morning.
2: Well, this is really the conflict of the century, because good morning. This is something (laughs) I've been grappling with each and every day. Should I care about this? Mm -hmm. Should I not? Consuming my Mm -hmm. mind. And I feel like there is a balance to be had here, because after the game on Sunday night, I was done. Done with Taylor Swift mentions, I was, to saturation point, I believe is what I said. Mm -hmm. I am done with this. And then the people, there were people, there's the camp that says, oh, well, this is great because it's bringing women into football. That's great obviously that's fantastic but you do not have to make the entire thing about taylor swift it can be a balance and it's exactly what you said chelsea it's like when you listen to your favorite song a hundred times and then never listen to it again because you're sick of it there's always a point when I'm listening to like the new Noah Kahan, Post Malone song, great song. I listened to it 15 times in a row. And in the middle of the last time listening, I was like, you know what, I'm sick of this now. And I hate that feeling. I get to the point where I can't listen to this anymore because I'm just sick of it. You need a bit of a break. And then you go back to it and it's like a fresh new song. So what they should now do, the NFL, because this is fake, I love a good conspiracy theory, and I do believe that something <laughs> is a little off here. It's, it is like a partnership. That's exactly right. I believe this is a business decision that both are making because you also see Travis Kelsey in a million commercials at the the same time, and I know there are things that uh, you see that the, the media puts out there to make this seem a little bit more real, like Travis Kelsey leaving Taylor Swift's apartment the morning of the game. He could easily, they could just say, hey, go to Taylor's apartment, walk out the door, we'll get some pictures of that. I don't know. They didn't leave the game together either. So these are the things that you pick up on as you're trying not to talk about it or think about it. And part of me, this reminds me a bit of Deflategate because there came a point when talking about Deflategate where people started saying, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm done. And then would start talking about it again. You just can't get away from it. Can't stop talking about it, and I I think that we if you don't care about it, it's tough to avoid. So I'm trying to care while also avoiding it as much as possible for a bit, and then maybe pick it back up again when they get married. But for now, let's, let's let it settle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like Wedding how we went from century. it's a bit to, but also after they get married, then maybe we'll, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll commit get back in to this.
2: the bit. Yes, they were.
0: That's what I'm talking about. There we go. I agree with that. I have a question for you, Lucy, and it is Taylor Swift related because this is something that does fascinate me. You've seen these these pictures or these maybe conspiracy theories, I think is maybe the wrong way to put it. But the question, which is for years, Taylor has reportedly been sneaking into venues and out. In like large suitcases or Mm. these storage containers like that's supposed to hold a popcorn machine so that nobody actually sees her coming into a concert or coming into Arrowhead or wherever because she's actually sneaking in. And some guy said, now this is Twitter. And he's like, as someone who used to follow her, actually used to cover her, I can tell you she's done this forever. Do you believe that's something she actually does?
2: Yes, I do believe this. And there was a montage I saw of uh, on TikTok of her uh, arriving to her concerts in the cleaning supply uh-huh. cart. That is something that I did not know this <laughs> until this past couple of weeks. Yeah, she like famously among her fans they know that she arrives at the concert in this. It is it's actually comical because it is a cleaning supply cart, and this little sign on it says cleaning supplies. Like very pointedly, like these are cleaning supplies, not Taylor Swift. And there are 10 security guards around a cleaning supply cart? I don't think so. So when she left the Chiefs game the first time and they brought the popcorn machine cart out of the suite... I do believe Taylor mm-hmm. Swift was in there. There were too many Swifties around that knowing that she was in there for it to be just a, another, uh, just a popcorn cart. And there were a bunch of people directing it, making sure that it wasn't just pushed carelessly, that it was it was guided through. You don't just do that with any old popcorn cart folks. It's she she was in there. I definitely <laughs> believe. Because also, we didn't have any pictures of her leaving. That was it. How else did True. she get out? I don't know. She She. That's how she got out. And I think it's smart. I think that's a really smart thing because she would obviously be mobbed and she would never get out of there also for safety. She, she will not get injured. She will not get hurt. Nobody, not that anyone would hurt her, of course, but you never know. So I think that that's actually a really brilliant way to get her in and out. So yeah, I absolutely believe that. And they probably thought, well, we don't have cleaning supplies for the suite. So popcorn cart, let's put her in there. and uh, And also Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds also fit in the popcorn cart too, because that was another thing on the, before the game, when Taylor Swift arrived at the game, Behind her was Ryan Reynolds in the, in the picture, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, and all they said, all, all Diana Rossini tweeted out, all they were saying on the broadcast, there's Taylor Swift, very exciting, Taylor Swift is here, also, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Blake Lively, not mentioned, that was also something, well, they're, they're not part of the scheme, so uh, they're not mentioned, just Taylor Swift, business decision.
1: Even though we found it very funny that we've seen all these headlines with Taylor Swift and like her girl group going out to dinner. Mm -hmm. And then in the background, it's just Ryan Reynolds and like nobody even mentions him. Like Ryan Reynolds is an A-list actor, celebrity, team owner of a soccer team. Why are we not even mentioning him? But the other thing I wanted to ask you about was I saw this video, which it could have been fake. Who knows? Of fans actually booing Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. at the game. Do you think that NFL fans are starting to turn on Taylor Swift? Because I would think the answer is they already have and they're already tired of it. At what point do we see Taylor Swift go to a game and she gets booed?
2: I think that that I believe that video might have been real. I could see that definitely happening and maybe it would be the next game she's there. If they bring out the same circus and the same, just driving it down your throat that they have been, no one's gonna want that. It's gonna be like hitting a brick wall for these people. These people are going to boo. And I, I'd i be right there with them. I'd be like, just, and, and I think what it is, is they're booing Taylor Swift, when really they, they are, what their problem is is with the NFL and the way the NFL mm-hmm. is handling this. Because then those videos come out and the other side, the Swifties are saying, well it, this isn't taylor's fault you're i i got some of this you're just jealous you're just jealous of taylor but like, no that's that's not the reason for everything it's it's that and it's it's not that you know women are watching the game and also people assuming that that all swifties are women i think is another thing so you really get in the weeds with that and you go really too deep in that it's it's very it's not that deep i don't think so i think that if they keep doing this it's going to be just too much and people are starting do realize that this is very much about business i think with the nfl i'm not saying this is a bad thing but it, it is iffy the nfl making the instagram bio and i believe the twitter bio as well that the chiefs mm-hmm. are two and zero as swifties not the chiefs account the nfl account did this and so i think that's turning people off because it's oversaturation, it is just way too much. And they made the header, a montage of Taylor Swift photos of their Twitter account. It's just too much stuff and it's favoritism. I think if I played for another team and I was like, if I was the Jets or if I was playing the Chiefs, I would be a little bit upset. I would think that the NFL was focusing way too much on this when there are very talented players that the NFL could be focusing on. But from a marketing perspective, I feel like it worked the first week And then you can't do the same thing for every single week because people are gonna get sick of it. So I think tone it down a bit and just kind of ease it out for the rest of the season if they're still together. And then um, I think it would work.
0: All right. right. Okay, Lucy, very quick question (laughs) because we only have like a minute and a half here. I didn't know if to squeeze this in or not. Cause I'm with you. I'm totally with you that to me, it's not about her so much as it is like the Satch. It could be anyone. Like with Aaron Rodgers in the spring, I was like, okay, okay. I get it. Let's play some football. You got a minute here. Does is Mac Jones is he not Taylor tuck Is he just a dirty player now? Oh God,
2: yeah. Taylor Swift is tougher. I think Belichick would think that too. Taylor Swift is tougher than Mac Jones. Mac Jones is just not good. I am out on Mac Jones. I don't think the Patriots recover from this really rough start to the season, and I don't see them really doing anything this season. And they're boring. They're boring, and there's no juice to them. And I think that they're – I'm out on them. I'm out on this Patriots team. What I saw last week, disgusting and embarrassing. As a Patriots fan, embarrassing, disgusting. I think the problem really, though, is the lighthouse is cursed. I think that's the issue. They built this brand new lighthouse at Gillette Stadium. Tom Brady was the the keeper of the lighthouse, the very first one. That's a new tradition. Um, And since then, really, really rough start for the Patriots. So um, I would say tear down the new lighthouse that you spent like $100 million on. And uh, it it was not worth it. Lighthouse is is gone. I think that that is cursed. And that is the problem for the Patriots right now. Also, Mac Jones (laughs) stinks. Those are the two biggest I was going to say, right I don't think the
1: Lighthouse can take full blame of what we've seen from Matt <laughs> Jones doing out there. <laughs> uh, He's just god-awful. God-awful. God awful. All right. We've got to wrap it here. Uh, great stuff from Lucy Birch. Hopefully next week we'll have more topics than we're tired of Taylor Swift. Lucy, <laughs> thanks for stopping by. Thank you.